Welcome to St. James Parish in Wilmington, North Carolina. You can learn more about St. James on our website at stjamesp.org. Who here has ever planted seeds? I want to see a show of hands. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, almost all of you. Wonderful. Okay, so and of those of you who have planted seeds, which is basically all of you, how many of you have carelessly just dropped them on the ground without any rhyme or reason for where they fall? One hand. All right. We need to talk afterwards about your methods. <laughs> we just heard Matthew's version of Jesus's parable of the sower in which Jesus tells us about a person who, as they went along and sowed, some seeds fell on a path. Others fell on rocky ground. Others still fell among thorns. And finally, some fell on good soil. Anyone here who has any experience or even knowledge of gardening or farming could probably predict what happened to each. As you just heard, the seeds that fell on the path were eaten up by the birds. Those that fell on the rocky ground grew up quickly, but were just as swiftly scorched. Those that fell among the thorns were choked up by those thorns around them. And then, of course, those that fell in the good soil, those brought forth varying degrees, but yet all high yields of grain. Because as any good sower knows, it's not just the seed or the sower that matters. What matters also is the soil, the environment. It's just farming 101. So much of how we interpret a story is dependent on where we see, our, where we see ourselves within it. So where are we, where are you here in this parable? Are we the seed? Are we the soil? The sower? The reaper? Well, today we're in luck because with this parable, we aren't totally left in uncertainty. Jesus goes on to give the disciples an interpretation. He says, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately they receive it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And so when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. And then as for what was sown among thorns, Jesus says that this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world, the lure of wealth, choke the word, and it yields nothing. But then as Jesus says, 
For what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty, all different yields, but all equally, well, unequally a lot. So thanks for the insight, Jesus. This is great because we don't always get this. You know, uh, sometimes we're left with parables to really try to wrestle and figure it out. Jesus gives it to us today. Almost. There are some who interpret this parable then to mean that God is the sower. And we are all like the seed that God scatters. And then the soil is then maybe like the the conditions that we find ourselves in. Perhaps. Maybe. But when we really listen to these words from Jesus, the interpretation, maybe Jesus is telling us something a little bit different. Rather than us being the seed, it seems that Maybe we might be the soil and the seed is the word of God. But if that's so, who then is the sower? Is it God? Maybe the clue lies in who Jesus is talking to. So. In your bulletins, when you look at the gospel, when you heard the gospel, you don't get quite this insight. But but the reality is, is that Jesus had told this parable to the crowd gathered around him. But then this interpretation that follows is given only to the disciples. Why? Maybe because they are the sowers. Maybe we are the sowers. Think about it. Maybe we are sowers empowered to sow the seeds of God's word in the soils of this world. But like with any sowing, it takes more than just us. It takes the seed that we've been given and it takes, as always, Forces beyond our control and upon which we are completely dependent for life. Think about it when you plant, when you farm, when you garden. The work of the sun that brings forth the plants from the earth. You didn't make the sun. The sun was there. You just planted the seed. And then there's the water from the rain, the water that comes down. We don't have control over the rain, although, of course, we cultivate the water through irrigation And it is then not so unlike how God works in our lives and in the world. Taking the seeds that we have helped to plant and bringing them to life. In this way, we are completely dependent on God. And God uses us. And depends on us as partners in this creative process of cultivating new life. This parable of the sower is such a good illustration of this reality. Of how the process of nature reflects 
the relationship between God and us and how God works in the world around us. And then, of course, how God works among us in our lives and how we are a part of then God's work in the world as sowers. So if that's true, if it's true that we are sowers and then the seeds are God's good news, God's word, then maybe, maybe, we don't have to worry about not having enough. And maybe we don't have to worry about where the seeds fall. We have more than enough seed to scatter. So be like the sower in this parable. Be like that sower and scatter the seed wherever and whenever you can. Scatter with reckless abandon. As Jesus tells us today, the reality is that not all soil is ready to receive it. Not all seeds will take root how we might want or expect. Not all will grow, grow and spread equally. And most frustratingly of all, it's not entirely within our control. Mostly, it's not. But it's also not up to us to figure it all out. Because there's more than enough seeds. More than enough of God's abundant word for us to scatter without bias or judgment. We simply scatter the seeds wherever we go, however fertile or dry the soils may seem, and regardless of how much or how little growth we see them yield. But sometimes, Seeds take root in the unlikeliest of places, even places that we may deem worthless and infertile, and produce far more than we could ever expect. Because like any farmer or gardener knows, it takes more than us. It takes the seeds that we've been given, And it takes forces beyond our control and upon which we are completely dependent for life. That's just farming 101. And not only that, but when it comes to reaping the seeds of the kingdom, that part is not for us to do. It is simply for us to receive. We are not the reapers of this harvest. The real reaper is God. The good and generous and fortunately not so grim reaper. Reaping God's own harvest. Reaping what started as God's seed. Reaping from what we have sown with God's help, 
from what has been sown in us and what we have sown for others. And doing far more with these seeds than we could ever imagine. All for you, for me, and all of us to enjoy. Because no seed is ever truly wasted. And no soil, no person, is ever hopeless with God. So, take the seeds of God's good news, because you have them, and go and scatter them with reckless abandon. Amen.